Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're back on the game. Hour two, the game after work. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G. Travion Brooklyn, who's on the phone right now, calling up Curry as we speak. We'll also have some Mitch in Vegas coming up, and then I'm going to bounce after Mitch in Vegas. Uh, but Troy will have a number two song of the day. Banger. And some Ask Us <laughs> Anything. Uh, before we get to Curry, I want to bring up this case. A baseball has announced its 2024 schedule. It'll start at the MLB Desert Invitational starting on February 16th. That'll be the season opener uh, when the Cats will be heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. They'll play three straight days uh, with opponents to be determined. And then they'll once again be on the road for game number four in Tempe to take on Arizona State. So another notable thing. Well, first of all, before we get to the other notable parts about that, the home opener will be February 23rd in a three-game series against Holy Cross. Uh, I will mention, though, because I remember, you know, we knew about, if you remember, K-State baseball did not make it to the NCAA tournament, even though they probably should have been in the field. Yeah. It came down to RPI and their schedule. It wasn't about wins or losses. It just, the schedule wasn't sexy enough, right? So, Pete Hughes got out there and scheduled some teams. Mm -hmm. And not just teams, teams on the road. As in, they're going to be play some toughies back to back. So, after a let's see, it's it's a, about a little over a week homestand for the Cats. They will go back to back on the road, playing back to back nights against Tennessee and Clemson. Whoa! Those will be back to back days, and Knoxville is about three hours, three and a half hours away from mm-hmm. uh, Clemson, South Carolina. Tennessee went to the College World Series, and Clemson was a regional team. Mm. So little sexier there. UConn is also a non-con road trip in the middle of Big 12 play. Uh, well, they'll play UConn and then at Northeastern in back-to-back games. Uh, let's see. I, I felt like there was another one I might be missing. I mean, and also, fingers crossed, Creighton, uh, Wichita State, Omaha. Hopefully they're better. <laughs> then they, <laughs> yeah. they yeah. were last year. Um, Big 12 home series will be Cincinnati. Texas, um, Oklahoma State, KU, and BYU. Interesting home slate. And then the road slate for the uh, Cats in Big 12 play will be Houston, UCF, Oklahoma, TCU, and West Virginia. Hmm. So both home and away, both very intriguing 
uh, road and home schedules for K-State baseball. But we jump back to football. And we are now pleased to be joined once again this week by former K-State wide receiver Curry Sexton. So, Curry, I'm actually going to lead you off here with a uh, one of those questions that will make you think a little bit. I asked the guys before the show st- or right as the show started, which of these to you is worse? Someone leaning their chair back on an airplane or someone leaving a shopping cart randomly stranded in the parking lot? Oh, that's... I, that that's tough. That's a tough one. I've been seeing some of this going on on social media. You know, I think it depends on. I mean, on, I, I, this is going to be a lawyer answer, but that that you know, is it a Walmart parking lot or a Costco parking lot where there's a million parking spots and a part in a and a shopping cart in the middle of nowhere doesn't impact anybody, or is it a you know, is it a is it a Dylan's parking lot in Manhattan, Kansas, where Spots are somewhat limited, and, and that would cause a major inconvenience. That that would affect my answer. I think in a vacuum, I think you know people leaning their leaning their seats back on an airplane. I think is it 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 affects. It's more likely to affect somebody. So I'm going to go with that. I mean, mm. I I just I've never really hit that button. I don't think. I mean, it gives you like three inches of backward lean, but it puts the person behind you in a way worse position and gives them even less room to maneuver. So. I'm going to go with that. So Curry Sexton does not lean his seat back on an airplane. I don't. Hmm. If I do, it's just barely. Like, it's honestly why I'm even doing it. It's not very much. (laughs) Uh, But it'll be very little. You know, speaking of that subject, you know, the cats are about to jump on a plane and and charter down to Austin, Texas. Are there any plane rules uh, back in the day when you played for Snyder? Yeah, get get on as fast as you can and get off as fast as you can. That's about all I remember. I mean, he would, you know, co- coach would. I mean, it, obviously, flying charter is just is next level. I mean, you, you you know you you don't have to go through the whole security thing. You get on on the tarmac, get off on a bus right on the tarmac. I mean, it's it's travel. It's the best form of traveling. But coach would just stand at the front of the plane right when we landed and he would just i mean he's he's hustling guys off come on let's go we're on a schedule and so that i mean that's the only real rule i can remember um that there you know a lot of guys were watching film a lot of guys were eating sleeping listening to music there was a lot going on but uh, i don't really remember any rules other than be courteous and get on and off as fast as you can but do the chairs get leaned back oh (laughs) i have no idea okay all right well, let's talk K-State football here. The Cats got a big game, a uh, big game against Texas. But looking back at the Houston shutout, I mean, 41 nothing. I, I I don't think I saw that kind of butt whipping coming, but it was mostly Will Howard. Avery had the third drive, and he fumbles on the second play. Then you don't really see him until it's true garbage time in the fourth quarter. Coach Kleiman said that Will Howard may have played his best game. Would you go that far to say Will was that good against Houston? I mean, he was efficient, but I wouldn't go as far as to say he was that good. I mean, he was thir- what was he thirteen of fifteen for one hundred and seventy yards or somewhere in that ballpark, um, and didn't really have a, a huge impact on the game rushing. So, in terms of just big game, big outputs, absolutely not. I mean, his his play didn't necessarily affect winning all that much. What affected winning was our defense just absolutely dominated the you know the Houston offense, a, a pretty decent Houston offense. Um, and so I, I'm guessing that Coach Kleiman and Will are both looking at his performance in terms of, of efficiency. I mean, he struggled to be efficient this year in a lot of football games. 
and he has you know has has really struggled with turnovers, and so to go thirteen to fifteen, and and you know not and to not have any turnovers is is I think in, you know is is a probably one of his better performances in terms of efficiency, but in terms of just just straight output, no, I don't think that was one of his better games. Well, I mean, is, is some of that just? You know, maybe the offense was a little bit vanilla, conservative. Didn't take a whole lot of shots down the field. Probably, yeah. I mean, I think some of it's will, to, you know, will learning and and really focusing on giving, you know, taking what the defense gives him. But yeah, I mean, I think you know, I mean, you had a couple big plays to Philip Brooks, but really not a lot of shots down the field. Um, I mean, that was a game where we pretty, I mean, we pretty much, except for the, the, the fumble, um, you know, on, on Avery's drive there in the first half, we pretty much had our way with him on both sides of the ball. I mean, we could pretty much do whatever we wanted. And so I don't think it's one of those games where you can look at anybody's performance and say that's, you know, that's the best performance I've, you know, that's, that's the best performance I've seen from this kid, especially a guy who, you know, who, who won us a lot of football games last year. Who won us a Big Twelve championship? I mean, in terms of Will Howard's best games, I don't think you have to look too far back to Oklahoma State last year and say I think unquestionably that's Will Howard's best performance yeah. in terms of sheer output. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember if Coach was just maybe talking about this year, or maybe not so much his overall uh, body of work. But I, I, for the most part, I'm I'm with you. Let, let's uh, you know take a look at Avery now uh, because you've been very high on Avery. Obviously, like a lot of people have certainly uh even going as far and saying that maybe they should try starting him and and see what happens and let's see what the offense can do if he just takes the reins and runs with it you know the fumble was you know a bit disappointing to see because it happened in back-to-back games right but you know at the same time can you imagine not having Avery in the game plan even though Will has been consistent lately not having Avery in the game plan against Texas you would he's got to be in there somewhere right yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think this is going to, you know, this is going to be one of the de- the better defensive football teams that we've played, if not the best. I mean, this is going to be a team that is physical up front or more physical even than than what we saw from Missouri earlier in the year and really in that game struggled to run the football and Avery came in and 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 you know, really did did help us get some, you know, some good yardage plays. And so yeah, I think he's got to be a, bar- a part of the game plan. And I mean, what happened Saturday, I think it's on it's on Fort my my view is it's unfortunate that Avery came in and that fumble happened on the exchange, um, and then and then they benched him. Um, you know, a young kid got a lot going on. I mean, he's he's had a lot of different you know he's he, he's had a lot of different opportunities this year. Um, you know, some games he hasn't seen the field at all. Some games he's been the guy for basically the entire football game. Uh, and then so I'm I'm sure, especially after his performance last week against TCU, to to. To you know, not be out there the first few series, and then in a you know in a game that you know what cold weather to sit on the sidelines and then come onto the field and and uh, you know stuff like that just naturally happens. And so I would have liked to have seen them throw him back on the field after that mistake. You know, to a let him get in a rhythm and b tell him, hey, you're not just going to get benched if you make a mistake um, because he you know he hasn't really made any mistakes in his limited playing time so far. But yeah, he's got to be in the game plan this weekend. Um, you know, I think again, he he is one of our most dynamic playmakers, and so you got to find a way to get a guy like him in a game in the game in a big game like this. Now, with all that being said, I've been I have been really really impressed with how Will has handled the adversity that he's faced. You know, after the Texas Tech game a couple weeks ago, I think it was fair to wonder if if Will Howard's days as a starting QB were over, and he you know has put together two really good performances in back-to-back weeks against TCU and Houston and so 
Um, I, I, you know, I, I applaud him for overcoming the adversity that he's faced, especially after the year he had last year. And then, uh, you know, to get pulled from a game on the road and, and see your backup go in and, and take over the football game cannot be easy. And so kudos to Will. He, I mean, he's shown a lot of resilience this year. Let's go back to the defense because you mentioned their dominant play, and that's been the, the a real key in K-State's dominance, of course, in, in blowing out TCU and Houston in back-to-back games. It's been about team defense, but I asked Eric Young this question. I'm going to ask you the same one. To you, was there an individual or a couple of guys that have stood out more to you than others that have led to this dominant play? You know, that, that's a really good question. Um, and I, and, and I, I struggle to answer that. I, I, you know, Cole Manbeck asked me a question like this the other day and I, and I think he said, who would be your MVP of this defense? And I, I don't, that's a, that's a really difficult question to answer. Um, it, it truly has been a, a, a team. I mean, it's, this has been a really good team defense. The unit has been really strong the last several games. And so it's hard to pinpoint one guy. I will say, Jacob Parrish, when he's been out there, I know he had, you know, some, he was he missed a game and, and was a little beat up there a few games ago. But when he's been out on the field, his coverage ability just stands out every game. I mean, he's not the biggest guy on the field, but man, he he is just sticky in coverage. And so I would say he has been, you know, he's been a huge part of that playing that playing that field corner and just locking guys down has been super impressive. And, and a guy who I think is just an incredible football player who doesn't probably get as much credit as he deserves because he just goes out there and plays his butt off is, is Austin Moore. I think Austin is just every game that guy's making plays. He's making plays in the backfield. He's always around the football. You know, he's a leader of that defense. I, w- I would say those two guys, if I had to focus on two guys that I think are, are making a huge difference every Saturday, it's those two guys. And it's probably not fair that I'm not mentioning you know, Kobe Savage and, and, and B.J. Payne and, and, and Brennan Mott, some other guys as well, Desmond Purnell, who have been really, really good players throughout the course of the season. But, man, it's just a good unit. It's a fun unit to watch. I think Coach Klanerman is, is an incredibly underrated defensive coordinator in the country, and, and we're, we're lucky to have him because it seems like every year he takes a new group of guys, an inexperienced group of guys, and puts together a really strong unit. All right, Curry, last one. K-State, Texas, kicking off at 11. You know, if this game was played four weeks ago, you probably worry a lot about K-State's chances of winning. However, the Cats have shown so much improvement the last three weeks. Texas, they just beat BYU with a backup quarterback. Malik Murphy's going to be the guy. Quinn Ewers is for sure out. Considering everything involved right there, is K-State getting this matchup against Texas, the challenge of going on the road to Austin and playing Texas, at the perfect time. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, you know, we're we're we seem to be clicking on all cylinders. Uh, we're pretty. I mean, we're we're pretty healthy. And and this and this Texas, you know, this Texas team is dealing with some injuries on both sides of the football. Um, you know, starting a true freshman in a big game like this is is you know a guy who's really just started one football game um, is that you know that's a huge task and. and uh, you know, he when he came in a couple weeks ago, really struggled, um, and so just just going to be against Houston, he really struggled. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, if we can get pressure on that, if we can get pressure on Malik Murphy, um, and find a way, you know, to to you know for our offensive line to to have some success against their you know their strong defensive front, I think this yeah this is the this is the perfect time for this matchup to happen. 
All right, Curry, before we let you go, just let us know once again with Wildcat NIL, the best way to uh, support K-State student-athletes through name, image, and likeness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just simplest way, go to go to catsnil.com. That's catsnil.com. And <clears throat> a bunch of different links you can click through on the site. You can you can make one-time donations. You can sign up as a, as a recurring member. Um, you can reach out if you have, you know, business or, or, or other uh, inquiries to make. We'd, we'd obviously love your support, whether it's, you know, big or small. I mean, it all makes a difference. And, and, uh, and, and I've said this a million times, but in today's world of, of, of name, image, and likeness in the transfer portal, we have to be competitive in the NIL space to make sure that we're competitive on the playing surface. Curry, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks for your time, and we'll chat again next Thanks, week. Thanks. Talk to you next week. All right, that's Curry Sexton, former K-State wide receiver here on the game. We take our next time out. When we come back, we make six predictions, and you'll never believe who had the hot week last week. You're listening to the game. How lucky can one guy be? You know, on Monday, the Cats will for real be in Vegas. They will. Not with Mitch, but come on. I'm going to be here. I thought that... Corporate's not paying? Yeah, I thought you had that kind of stroke, man. Well, as I get asked all the time, yeah. so as the announcer, do you travel with the team? <laughs> Wrong announcer. Wrong announcer. Yeah, I do. They bring me along to every venue. And, and, you know, I can name a place right now where that announcer doesn't even go along with the team, but that's another matter altogether. Well, welcome to Mitch in Vegas. Uh, before we get to some picks, how about AEW has, has officially signed Ric Flair? Nah. Not to wrestle. Not to wrestle. Please don't wrestle, dude. The, Jesus. Uh, go to bed. The uh, contract Ric Flair is getting into business with AEW. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As his Woo Energy becomes the exclusive energy drink of AEW. I've never seen this on the shelves. I've heard oh, about it, but Ric Flair has his own energy drink, along as his own wings. He's got wings, too. Woo wings. Woo wings. Yeah, wow. that's, that's what it is. Woo wings. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. What comes next? Woo salads? Woo burger. Woo tequila. He's pitching yeah. a lot of woo. Oh, wait. <laughs> DG got it. I did not. That went right over my head. You've uh, never heard of the phrase pitching woo? No. Oh, my. Can I get a, can I get a translation? Is that appropriate? Okay. Okay. 
Wow. All right, let's get to some picks. Let's step into the old sports book and start putting down some bets here. We lead off with, of course, the Cats playing at number seven, Texas, 23 versus number seven. Cats trying to end a six-game losing streak to the Texas Longhorns. Uh, I picked up the uh, the game as K-State is a four-point underdog in Austin. And I clicked off my uh, people bets here. Right now, the people have the Cats, 81%. Troy, I'll let you go first. Oh, by the way, uh, let's get our uh, standings update here. DG and the people went 4-2. and two. First time, yeah! uh, I think, since week one, Deej has gone... Uh, with a winning record in a week. <laughs> and then Troy and I went 3-3, three and three, so we're all fine. Such a odd weekend last weekend. All right, Troy, what do you think? Cats a four-point dog. I like that four. Uh, I've, in fact, seen some places where it's Cats plus six. Uh, so I'm going to lean towards K-State, absolutely. Let's go. Live road dog. Let's do it. Four points. Give them to me. It ain't going to matter anyway because we're going to smash them. So you guys are taking money lines? I'm taking Cat's money line all day. Troy's a little hesitant on the money line, but he likes plus four. I'm yeah. taking it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I think this is a low-scoring game. I think this is a game that's scored in the 20s, and I think that does benefit K-State. So my my score prediction as of right now, and this may change once we get to, uh, to Power K Game Day on Saturday, but I'm thinking 27-24 K-State. Cats get it done in the losing streak. Cats, on their final attempt, beat the Texas Longhorns. We stay in the Big 12 because we have another pivotal matchup in the Big 12 standings as you know the, the teams in the top five are all in first place at 4-1. K-State, Texas, you have Iowa State. We'll get to them here in a second. But we also have tied Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. It is Bedlam, a little bit early this year. Yes. Bedlam in Stillwater. Number nine, Oklahoma at number 22, Oklahoma State, 230 on ABC. Deej, Oklahoma favored by five and a half. You know, this is getting, I, I mean, I already knew it was going to be getting testy, but it's it's getting pretty chippy already. I don't think, I think Oklahoma ran into a live dog last week. They really, I mean, KU's good. That's no, no question. I think... They take care of business in Bedlam, and they handle Oklahoma State. I'm going to lay the points, mm. and uh, yeah, Oklahoma's going to take care of business. Yeah, I uh, lean Oklahoma in this one as well because I just have no faith in Mike Gundy being able to get over on the Pokes or on uh, the uh, on the Sooners. I am surprised. People go Oklahoma State. I'm, I thought this would be across the board Pokes. I, I'm not going to lie because. Remember, this is the last bedlam for a while. For sure. This will be the loudest Boone Pickens Stadium maybe has ever been. Guinness Book of World Records should be there. This might become the loudest stadium in, in the world. Yeah. It's Beat gonna, Arrowhead. Going to be a lot of whining. I have put too much into Oklahoma State beating yeah. Oklahoma in the past. Fool me once. Fool me twice. Yeah, and you know what? Can I just say something here? There's a lot of people that try to bring up the KUK State overall series record and like I, I I'm like, who cares? Whatever. That's and it's not that bad. The Bedlam ninety seven to nineteen. It's yeah. insane. It's domination. It's and that's, insane. That's why I say that. I I can't see Mike Gundy getting over on this. Uh, I just can't. Not this time. Because we've gotten 
seen it, you know, seen too many opportunities that they've just completely laid an egg. I, I, I never go by history when I'm picking these games, especially this day and age of college football. I think Oklahoma State is meant to win this game. <laughs> They oh, are that's good. I'm money line pokes. Yeah, this do is the it. last bedlam. And by the way, Oklahoma State, ever since they finally settled on a quarterback and a running back, they have played much better football. They're They've good. won yeah. consecutively four games. Yeah. And now they have completely turned around their season. And now statistically, Oklahoma State has the best running back in the country in Ollie Gordon. Somehow, some way, Gundy has Pulled off a comeback with still four games to go. I think Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma. Ollie Gordon has been tearing it up in Big 12 play. He is nearly averaging 200 yards a game in conference play. I think right now Oklahoma State is definitely the better team. So I'm going pokes. Game three. To the SEC. If Mizzou was better for one quarter against LSU... This is an undefeated matchup, probably top 10 in Athens. Number 12, Missouri, is at number 2, Georgia. DG, Bulldogs, 15.5-point favorite. This is a close line, by the way. Not close line, but this is a close vote by the people. Right now, it's 60% Georgia. Yeah, I I just, I'm done doubting them. They're Georgia. Yeah, they're terrific, man. They are really they get they start slow. It seems like, but uh, they're just in the irresistible force almost. Like they just pour it on. They got guys, a ton of people they can throw at you. It just they're gonna handle this one. Twenty points. I think uh, Kirby is taking full advantage of the CFP rankings out on Tuesday night uh, to play up the fact that his team is not number one. Well, playing the lack of respect card. I didn't disagree with Ohio State being number one. Uh, but I would understand if you're Georgia. Uh, as I said, Kirby is going to play that one up. I think that they're going to come out be angry and hungry. Dominate. Mizzou's, team, Mizzou's defense is pretty good. Dude, they're good. Don't get me wrong. Mizzou is good. I mean, 15 and a half. I've said it before. It's a lot. When it's an SEC game, 15 and a half line is huge. But it's yeah. at Georgia. And it, it just that's 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 why I'm leaning Georgia. It's a home game for the Bulldogs. It's just that separation. You know what I'm saying? They're just top tier and Missouri's very good, but they're just not at that level and like Troy said, the great point. They're going to play that hey, we're underdogs. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to go Georgia. I'm going to go Georgia. All right. For the second time, we're going to put an over-under in here because Love we it. have the lowest over-under in the modern history of college football betting. <laughs> Iowa Northwestern Wrigley Field. The over-under, oh. this was where it opened. I kept it where it opened because it's the record. I forgot it was at, at Wrigley. No wonder they went under. 29 and a half points. Unbelievable. Troy over-under. No wonder they went with that low mark. Well, also because, you know... Brian well, Ferentz isn't going to keep his job as offensive coordinator. They got the worst offense in America. Northwestern's not that good either. No, there there is that added to the fact that it's at Wrigley. So it's the unusualness of the situation. Nobody's going into that game feeling comfortable in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I'm going to go with the under on that. That 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 is just setting up for ugly football all the way around. 
over all day, baby. It's going to be a real shootout. It's going to be 15 to 16. So my thought <laughs> is just waiting for somebody to run into the brick wall. I want a punt return. I want two of them for touchdown. My thought is like, I'm Brian Ferentz, so I just let it go. Just just open up the offense as much as I possibly can and try some crazy stuff. No, because his dad would disown him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you can, doing? Yeah, can can you imagine that conversation on the headset? I mean, if there's a coordinator <laughs> that you want to play action, you're out. If there's a coordinator that would ever um you know, maybe double cross his head coach, it's the son of a dad, you know. Oh, it's like man. so he's I, I missed that. He's still calling Play. Yeah, I mean, he's still—he's just not returning next year. Yeah, they—they've already announced that he's done at the end of this year. I'm Dude. taking the under. All right, let's go quick here. We and, got two and games. Daddy's not happy, by the way. We got two <laughs> games left. The other pivotal game for the top of the Big Twelve is number 21 Kansas, who's not at the top, but Iowa State is. Iowa State, the home favorite by two and a half. Let's lead it off with DG. It's going to be a good game, but I, I'm taking KU on the road. Give me the two and a half points. Uh. It's Ames. I'm going to go Iowa State. I'm with Troy. I like the night game in Ames. Two and a half point favorite for Iowa State. They stay at the top of the leaderboard of the Big 12. And uh, I would say knockout KU of contention for Big 12 championship game. And then the final game, we head back to the SEC top 15 matchup. Number 14, LSU. And number 8, Alabama. Crimson Tide, Troy, favored by three. I'm surprised that it's only three. Bama all day. That's a Bama? That's a Bama. Smash. I'm picking LSU. LSU, with the pressure on Alabama to go into Tuscaloosa and knock Alabama out of the college football playoff race. I'm telling you, just wait. I called it. Just wait. Just wait. You're expecting people to rise to the occasion this weekend, and I like it. Just wait. You heard it here first. We did, and I like it. I like it. All right, I got to balance, but when these guys come back, Troy's number two song of the day is next. Go Cats. It's it's thirteen fifty KMAN. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're you're on it. It's yeah. news, talk, it's sports, it's weather, it's political stuff. It's it's a local, it's state, and Trey. Gosh darn it! Um, what uh, if you could have dinner with any historical figure? Who would it be? Seriously? Yeah. You realize I don't think I've ever had to answer this question in real life. Really? Ever. Because um, I've kind of avoided it. <laughs> there are too many names for me to uh, cycle through there. Wow. Rick Springfield for me. I would, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, man, how's it feel to be a uh, number two song of the day? Yeah, somehow I doubt that. <laughs> um, Did you get this from the... $50 million or Jay-Z conversation that everybody has all the time. No, what is that? Oh, everybody's always like, would you take $50 million or would you have dinner with Jay-Z? Oh, God. That's no. easy. <laughs> this, is, this is a question that's kind of been, who would you invite to uh, a, invite to dinner, of, essentially? Kind of yeah. Icebreaker who, question. Who, who, are, who are the four people that you would most want to have dinner with right? yeah historically right. yeah you know so usually you fill it up with a table like jesus um <laughs> you know and albert einstein. einstein right yeah exactly um you know go from there dude okay so how and, about and if someone answers a very incorrect name <laughs> yeah. you really learn a lot about the person what is your go-to phrase when you're really not listening to somebody and they just keep going on and on. Right.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Right? Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. That's crazy. That's I, I find myself doing that's crazy too much, and then they go, "What do you mean? I'm just talking about my new Rick Springfield album, you know." And you're yeah, like, oh. that, "That's crazy." Oh, yeah, no. if it's a new Rick Springfield album, especially that's crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you uh, recently have you made a regrettable purchase? Is there something that uh, you're like, "Boy, I didn't need that," or maybe you're looking forward to buying something, you bought it and it stunk. Hmm. Nothing of late that comes to mind. Hmm. But there's a lot of junk, let's just say, in in various cubby holes in the storage. Ugh, I had a walk. I wanted a walk real wow, bad. Wow, really? And it's just sitting on top of the fridge collecting dust and spider webs. I thought I was going to cook it up, baby. Look at me. Look at me. No. Monica had a quesadilla maker. <laughs> Those are rad, but yeah, I mean, you're you're rarely using yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. When I started college, I bought like a first edition PlayStation Three because it's backwards compatible with the sure. PlayStation Two games, and I was like, I'm gonna buy one. I bought one that was refurbished. After a whole summer of playing it, it just crapped out on me, and oh. I was like, oh. And then I tried fixing it, and then I never finished fixing it, so it's just sitting in a box. Oh so. no! The worst. Yeah, we. I would have to say probably if you want to go that that style of thing, we we bought a Wii. Oh, I love the Wii. A lot. And no. That was my 2007 Christmas present. Yeah, we rarely thing. utilized it, so that's where the problem comes in. All yeah. right. On that note, uh, climate show coming up at seven tonight. We're all back at it in our various roles in life and the world <laughs> tomorrow. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Cats.